The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. The Chicago Bears have started their preparation for the 2023 season as Matt Eberflus and Chicago Bears players head back to Hollis Hall. What does that mean for the Bears and their preparation for a big season to come? Still with the draft, we'll talk about that. Plus, we're going to get into some of the best centers the Bears can get in this year's draft if they decide to go that area. And then lastly, what are the mock drafts saying about where the Bears may go with some key picks? We're going to get to all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, and we about to get into it, just like the Bears are about to get into it, right? And so, when you, when you, the Bears are now headed to Hallis Hall, we got a lot of pictures of all Bears players showing up, get looking like it's, like they're, they're prepared to just get ready, kind of set that. Uh, that 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 foundation that hopefully have a a really good a much better uh, season. Now the new era of the Chicago Bears has already began. It began last year, but then we had Kevin Warren also starting his first day on the job yesterday. You guys probably saw all the videos there. But the thing, it all comes down to what happens on the field for this team and this team getting preparing, going down, having their first you know uh, their their first trainings and things like that. This is where some of those you know. The friendships are built, right? Some of the, the camaraderie is built. The chemistry is built. This is important. And it just, it kind of, this is like the, in a way, almost the unofficial start to the season. It, it's a lot of, you know, things you can look at as the unofficial start to the season. But it, it's just exciting. We're heading into one of the most exciting times as Chicago Bears fans. And yes, we still got work to do in the draft. We all know that. Nobody's taken away from that. We still got tons of things that we need to do and take care of. But the Bears players are down there. They're working. They had their time off. Now it's time to get back in gear. Let's line up. Let's see what we're going to do. And, you know, I think this is going to be a big season for the Chicago Bears. I don't know how many wins or losses are coming. I'm not predicting that. We'll have that prediction show after the draft once we see how everything sits. But not necessarily that we're going to see any news come out of positions battles. But this is where you're going to start seeing those things, the chemistry start building and things like that. And if DJ Moore and Justin Fields can start building that chemistry now, which they've already started working on, right? They've already started working out together, things like that. But this is this is where we start setting the tone. And for the tone of the season for the Bears, we all hope that it's a tone of winning. We all hope that it's a tone of of excellence. And we hope that we're really starting to set that, that foundation that we need and that we want to see so we can start be, building a winning franchise. Yes, we're a franchise that has some talent. We're a franchise that has our, our franchise quarterback, hopefully. We're a franchise that has some key young players that hopefully are going to build off their rookie season that they had last year. But get everybody in gear, right? Get everybody in the door. Get everybody in the practice field to just start bringing it together. We want to see this team succeed. And Matt Eberflus has to set that tone now. He has to set that tone early. And we'll see, right? We'll see. This is a big time for the Bears, and I'm glad that everybody's going down there. I'm glad that they're starting training. They're going to start their camps, everything. This is what we need to see from this team. And, you know, I, I know not everyone is as optimistic about the Bears season right now as I am or some other Bears fans are, and that's fine. Because for a lot of fans, rightfully so, 
it all comes down to what do we see on the field when it's time, when the lights are on, when the wins and losses matter. Do we get enough wins that we can look at this team and say, listen, we're building, right? It all comes down to that. I can never take away from that, and I know most Bears fans won't, no matter how high or not they're on the team. It all comes down to wins, and that's what we need, and hopefully that's what we're going to start seeing for this Bears team. If you guys can't tell, I'm excited, man. I'm just excited about the Bears season. I'm excited about where the direction I see the Bears going, but part of that direction is going to be set in the NFL draft and how we transform this offensive line over what it was last season. And so one of the positions, I know we focus a lot on tackles, we focus a lot on the defensive line, but center is another position that we do expect the Bears to address in this draft, right? And so one of the, one of the, situ- the positions I have not done a good job myself at really covering some of the prospects that could be there for the Bears in, in kind of rounds two, rounds three is maybe where they'll go there. First one I want to talk about, and this is a guy that I'm extremely high on, and I hope the Bears do walk away one away from, and that's Olu Olu Wanatmi. No, I'm, I murdered that. Olu Olu Watimi. There you go. Not that hard to say. Got ahead of myself. This is a uh, a center out of Michigan. This is a guy who can come in. Listen, he can lead your offensive line. He's great a communicator on that offensive line. On top of it, he's going to protect that quarterback. He's solid in the run and pass game. He's expected to be there when the Bears could possibly start looking at that center position, and he's one that I would not mind hearing the Bears call his name on draft day. Another one, this is one that Bobby's talked about, Ricky Stromberg from Arkansas. This is another guy, athletic. Um, he comes in. He has He's an extremely powerful uh, offensive lineman. He's going to do his thing. Some of the questions around him, around the technique aspect of his game are the biggest questions around him, and that's why he's probably going to drop further in this draft. But again, He's a guy that I he's, he may struggle with some of the quicker defensive linemen, but he's a guy that I think that if the Bears get, can come in and definitely work his way to become a starter. I don't know if we're going to see a rookie be the day one starter on the offensive line at the center position just because Cody Whitehair is expected to move there, but expect this to be a year of development. Still is going to get a, a lot of snaps for any center that the Bears do draft. And Ricky Stromberg, you can do a lot worse than. Another one, Luke Whipler. Now, this is the only center that I've basically talked about on this channel so far this offseason. And again, comes from Ohio State. You guys know I'm an Ohio State guy. That is my college team. If I was going to cover one, which I'm not because I'm not adding any more podcasts to my plate. But Luke Whipler is, 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 is another one. Has the least experience to probably have anybody on this list starting two seasons for the Buckeyes. But those two seasons, you saw the work there. Uh, he works well in a in a zone system, and that is what the Bears do. Um, And he he's one of the best at clearing out space for the for the running backs to get into as well. So again, somebody that may not necessarily start day one, but again, in a team, but uh, in a team that led the league in rushing last season was in the top of the league in that he can come in, he can help solidify that and make that even stronger. And again, a guy that you can develop up as well and has some inexperience, so you really don't know the ceiling. Some of the knocks on him is that honestly, if he would have waited um, till next year, put on some more weight that he probably would have been drafted even higher than what he's going to be drafted. But he's a guy that I definitely look at and say, this is a guy that we can definitely draft. Next one up is John Michael Schmitz out of Minnesota. He's not going to be there when the Bears draft. I'll tell you what, if for some reason he is there, if the Bears do get that 32nd overall pick back from the Steelers and by some luck of the draw he's there, the Bears could do a lot worse. I'm looking at this guy, what he brings in tenacity, what he brings in size, what he brings in having a being a, a scheme versatile type player. It's hard to find those, when, like, on offensive linemen, especially this young. And I'm looking at him, 
saying that he could definitely be that for the Chicago Bears. And so he's the top one on the list, but I do not expect him to be there at all by the time the Bears draft. So there you go. Centers, somebody asked about it. I wanted to give it to you guys. Center that the Bears could go after in this year's NFL draft. But let's move on from centers. Let's talk about some of the mock draft things that are going on. So some of the more interesting picks that, that players, first of all, the number nine, we're going to do kind of what everyone's mocking us. So Bleacher Report has us drafting Jalen Carter at number nine. We've talked about this heavily over the potential of him being there at number nine, what that could look like. Could the Bears end up trading that pick, things like that. ESPN Mel Kuyper has us drafting Darnell White in the first round at number nine at the offensive tackle position. Now, Bobby did have that on his mock draft list. So this is a guy, hey, He's clearly rising up most mock draft boards, and usually that's a sign that there is some talent there. So maybe the Bears do end up moving uh, and getting him. Next one up, Todd McShay from ESPN has his drafting Peter Sokronsky. And so, again, another player that we've talked about highly on this channel. Nothing too surprising there. And then uh, NFL.com has his drafting Jalen Carter at the number nine position. So that's kind of some of the bigger, more known mock drafts have to have us drafting. So, listen, there's enough conversation around Jalen Carter being there at number nine, that I wonder if there's more smoke there than what I think. I still, I just don't see him getting to the Bears at nine. I do not see a world in which Jalen Carter gets to the Bears at nine. I always say anything's possible, but I don't know, man. I just don't know. Now, Darnell Wright is a name that we're starting to hear a lot, and I would not be surprised if you hear that name called by the Bears. And Peter Skronsky, this is one that we've talked about a lot, too. So, you know, makes sense there. But where it starts getting interesting is at number 53, right? And so this is where... It's all over the place. So BJ uh, Ojolari, um, a defensive end out of LSU, that's who Mel Kuyper has us drafting. Tom Mache actually has us going running back with Zach Charbonnet out of UCLA. Now, you've heard us talk about this guy. L, I think Bobby, one of us on the panel on this Sunday's episode, actually said that if the Bears were to go him at number nine, they wouldn't be surprised. If Zach Charbonnet is there at number 53, like the Bears get a versatile runner uh, who can come in, who, who, again, depending on what happens with uh, Donta Foreman or uh, Khalil Herbert long-term with the Bears, listen, Zach Charbonnet, you can do a lot worse than. Now, I don't know if I necessarily see with some of the trenches positions that would be available at that area if the Bears go running back, but if they do, if the Bears were to go Zach Charbonnet at that number 53 pick, that just says what they see in this kid and how highly they regard him. And then in the last one, NFL.com has his driving, drafting Tyreek Stevenson, the cornerback out of Miami in their mock draft. So, you know, kind of all over the place. These are some names. Do not be surprised if you hear called by the Bears. And while I don't necessarily agree with all the takes on these, hey, I'm not a professional. I'm not, I'm, I'm not somebody who does these mock drafts. I'm not cl clued in as well as some of these guys are at least supposed to be. So, hey, maybe the Bears do go a route that some of us aren't expecting and get a little bit creative maybe they do start going best available as early as the number 53 pick so hey let me know what you guys think on that let me know who, who are some players that in mock drafts that you've seen go to the bears that have kind of surprised you haven't surprised you let me know that down below as well but that is it for today's daily episode of chicago bear central make sure you guys are following the show at bear central at shy bear central you can send us any feedback questions comments concerns Chicago Bear Central at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break Media. Media.